On the tee, the knackered golfist. Four, please. The knackered golfist now driving. You are listening live to the Knackered Golfist Podcast. The Knackered Golfist Podcast. Welcome to the Knackered Golfist Podcast. I'm your host, the Knackered Golfist. Um, I did a, uh, I did an episode a few days ago, and it just sounded terrible, so I deleted it. So this is my second one in an, in the attempt to uh, have something for the Masters Week. Um, I have a new uh, studio kind of thing going on where I have a big monitor in my studio to be able to watch the. Uh, the masters on the uh on the website themasters.com and it's probably the only tournament that I can watch the actual broadcast while the uh on the internet as opposed to no other tournament does that unless it's like a PGA tour event that's uh not really high up there in terms of uh overall you know good thing good tournament to watch so it's this is Saturday of Masters Week, and it's it's been a washout. It's a big rain delay going on now, and they're showing the early part of the third round before they had the uh, rain delay, and the uh, the leaders are on the front nine. And you know this kid, uh, this this Sam Bennett uh, is really, really, really fascinating to watch. He's he's a kid from Texas. He goes to Texas A and M. And he's got his golf coach on the bag. And he is hitting some of these amazing shots. So I'm not going to do any commentary just because I've heard that it's not a good idea to do in uh, you know during the event. So I don't know. It's really, really – I love the Masters. And there's been a lot of talk about you know how are the live guys going to get along here and uh, – you know, it's it's been okay. You know, there have been a few times like Sergio got a little irritated by media people asking him about, you know, live versus the uh, the PGA Tour, and is it going to be a big deal to converse with the guys that are on the tour that won the Masters? So, but this, but you know, Brooks Kepka's he's 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 in the lead right now, and he's really doing well, and he's healthy, and his knees are not in pain, and he's doing well. So. He's uh, he's doing what he does, and he is he's just an amazing putter. Uh, you know, in, within ten feet, you know he can make anything within ten feet. You know he has not missed a putt if it's in ten, if it's within ten feet. Just like for a par or for a birdie, he hasn't had any. I don't think he's had any bogeys at all. And then John Rahm is the PGA Tour's hope of. Uh, winning the masters and he's doing well. He hit a shot on the second hole earlier that was 372 yards. And that was in wet conditions. And I think he had maybe 175 to the green on the, on the second hole. And I thought that was, Oh my God, that was, that was really, really fascinating. 
So a lot of the stuff that I complain about is that the golf ball goes too far, and I really think that the uh, the amateur game is affected by how far the ball goes. And I really think that um, the uh, you know golf does take a bit too long to play as far as the amateur game goes, because with as far as the ball goes, everybody that's playing just hits it every which way on the golf course. And that's like that's on the public municipal golf course level, and just everybody hits it every which way. And so, what I mentioned in my first episode, because it just oh God, it sounded terrible. So, the game takes way too long. It takes a lot longer than it used to. Oh, Fred, come on! And then there's Fred Couples. Fred Couples. Oh, then there's Fred Couples doing really well. He made the cut, sixty-three years old, and he made the cut at the Masters. So, you have. You have the uh, the amateur game that I guess the pros don't want to uh, don't want to touch, but I think that it's uh, it's something that needs to be addressed. I really wish the ball would spin the way it used to, and there would be a bit more control. And and you know I love watching the interviews during uh, Masters Week, and I really love it when the big three um, used to. Uh, used to do their talk. It was Arnold Palmer, it was Jack Nicholas and Gary Player. And now that Arnold Palmer is no longer with us, it's now Tom Watson. And it's the the three gentlemen that have uh that start off the tournament. It's the the first tee ceremony. And it's uh Tom Watson, it's Jack Nicholas and Gary Player. And so the uh what they do is they have this little uh interview session uh, during the uh, during the week after they have that event, after they have the first tea ceremony, and it always comes down to, you know, hey Jack Nicholas, what do you think of uh, how the game is doing now? And and they and they ask these guys how it's going. And this last week or this couple days ago, when they were asking them about it, they were just uh, saying this saying the stuff that I've been saying and that everybody else has been saying and is that the ball goes too far and you're going to run out of real estate. And they talked about the 13th hole and how I guess Augusta national had to buy the golf course that's next door to them to have that land for the 13th hole to have that longer tee. And now it's 545 yards. And even with as wet as wet of a week as it's been, the, uh, the tournament, the guys are laying up on 13 and, uh, they're having, you know, they're having a, a wedge into the green. Um, and, and that's just because it's so wet and it's not rolling very far and it's not doing very well. The course is handling the water as well as you can expect. But I guess with all the sub airs that are, uh, that are, uh, draining the water and, and helping that water f- flow through the drainage, it's, uh, they, they can only do what they can do. And, uh, it's not, it's not able to be. You can't play the golf tournament in uh, this much rain, so they decided to cancel the. Uh, this decided to stop the tournament. You know when the leaders, I think, were on the sixth hole, so that was when they had this torrential downpour. So they're going to start off tomorrow. They're going to. Uh, they're going to um, start off the tournament tomorrow. It's going to be on here in the on the west coast at five thirty in the morning. And they're going to start the final round, I guess, at uh, 2 o'clock Eastern. 
and they'll be back on for the uh, final round uh, tomorrow afternoon or tomorrow at eleven o'clock Pacific. So, so anyway, yeah. So, so the big three, and then when you got to what Gary Player was saying, he was saying that you know, with as scarce as things are now, like you know, water and land and fertilizer, it's uh, it's not it's not really good with how far the ball go- is going, and because you need so much more real estate to uh, handle the ball that goes really far. So my wish is that they would come up with a, uh, a golf ball that would be like a, like a bag of popcorn that you could get. You could get sriracha flavored cinnamon jalapeno popcorn that would, that would be kind of like for the traditional enthusiast kind of a golfer that had, that, that spins a lot more than these balls do. But these guys, these are such good players. You know, they can spin. They can spin. They can spin the ball out of the rough. And uh, there's a lot of uh, spinning that's going on with these uh, chip shots and stuff like that. So I just wish, you know, I just wish I could spin the ball the way I used to. And I mean, I never really could, even with those two piece uh, rock flights, the the top flight Z Bellata, that ball. I never could spin that ball. I could only spin the uh, the tireless torbolata. That's all I could do, and I'll never forget the uh, chipping chipping out of the practice bunkers that they had at uh, Poppy Hills one time, and uh, just watching the ball check up on the uh, on the outside of the bunker. It was really great just being able to play that. So, oh man, what did you do? Oh man, Tiger, that's a shot to the left. Jeez, Louise. <sighs> Tiger hit it to the way left side on 15. So anyway, this is really weather. The weather is really coming down. And this is the third round recorded earlier today that had not been broadcast. And I guess this was this may have been on ESPN earlier. I don't know. I don't know. But uh they were doing a lot of they were doing a lot of uh they were doing a lot of stuff like, uh, like what do you call it, uh, shows devoted to the Masters, like three hours worth this morning. They had one with Amanda Balionis, and I think they had one uh, talking about the uh, the Augusta National Women's Amateur. And then they had one with uh, Amanda Renner with uh, the new coach of the Dallas Broncos, or the Denver Broncos. So, uh, I don't know what his name is. So, anyway... Um, Oh, and then they had oh this great program that they had earlier with Trevor Immelman, Jack Nicholas, Tiger Woods, and Scotty Scheffler, and that had to be one of the best sort of uh, Saturday uh, great you know documentary kind of shows that they had on for a long time. I really think that Trevor Immelman does that does that really well, and he's able to have a presence and he's able to have the camaraderie with the people he's talking to. He does such a good job at that, and it's a shame that Nick Faldo didn't get to do that. And I don't know if it's a difference in personality is the reason why. So Trevor Immelman really does a good job being a proper golf commentating analyst for CBS Sports. And I really I really think he does a good job, and I think that it's, uh, it's awesome that he's also a Masters champion. But it's like Nick Faldo was on CBS for so long, for ages, and he never did anything like that. Never did. It was always devoted to, look at me, I'm I'm pouring a bottle of whiskey, and uh, this is how it's done here. And it's not really, 
any sort of interaction with people. And I think Trevor Inman does that so well. And he was, you know, he's President's Cup captain for the international team, so that's a big deal. So anyway, uh, I think that was a great program, and I really wish they would make uh, Fred Couples some sort of a golf commentator dude, guy. Uh, you know, he would had, add so much insight to what's going on out there, and whether you got to put him up in one of the towers and uh, and uh, that sort of thing or, or what, but it'd be great. Now here's Kepka for... My God, this could be for birdie. No, this is for par. This has to be for par because he didn't get past 13 under. Yeah, it's for par. To par the fifth hole after you almost hit it out of bounds on five. Oh, my God, what a putt that was. Oh, man. Brooks almost hit it out of the park on the fifth hole, and he got a par. And the fifth hole has to be... It has to be the most difficult hole on the front nine, if not the whole course. That's 495 yards, that hole. So, anyway, um, what else was I talking about? So, Immelman does a great job, and Nance was uh, was coughing going into a commercial break, and they had to, they had to axe his mic. And I hope Nance is doing all right. He, he was in Houston for the Final Four back on Monday night, and... With all this rain, you know it's easy to get it's easy to get under the weather with this rain. So, anyway, it's really cool to see these guys in their sort of winter gear that you never really get to see. But it's uh, it's it's I can't believe how green this uh, this course is. It's just awesome. I just love it. I did. I, I want to. I did uh, make an account at Augusta National or the Masters dot com, and I and I hoped and I put on, I put it on my calendar to apply for tickets on June first, and that's when you get to apply for tickets. And so, who knows? I'll, I got it on my calendar, so I'm not going to forget. And I think I forgot last year, and so I didn't get anything, any sort of email from them saying, "Hey, you're able to buy tickets, so you got to get in this lottery and." Uh, who knows? I'm just going to do that until maybe I may or may not ever get to go, but, uh, it'd be great if I got to go. So anyway, um, you know, it's fascinating cause you know, if you go there for a practice round, they let you at least bring in a camera. And I think, I think it'd be really, really fascinating to see Augusta national and just be able to take pictures of stuff on a practice day. And, uh, just cause I, I've been in the horticulture industry for my whole career and just to see what they do to make this place look so amazing. is just, uh, that'd be so, so fascinating. Cause I, I guess they got, you know, even if the sun isn't out, they're able to make the grass grow and they're able to make anything grow because they have heating tubes under a lot of stuff and heating tubes that run warm water through the, uh, the tubes to get this stuff to look green and I'll bet they have uh, fertilizer injection up the wazoo to be able to inject fertilizer into the water that irrigates everything so everything's healthy and happy. And uh, lots of nitrogen in the water. So Kepka now is on six. And I think that's when they I think that's when they stop the play is after the sixth hole. So anyway, so he's on the green. So anyway, um, Kepka's at 13 under. Rom is at nine under. Oh, he bogeyed five. Oh, goodness. Morikawa's at six under. So, I mean, 
we'll see what happens. I mean, the whole thing about lives that they're only it's only fifty four holes, and so can I mean you got the senior tour? They have their major championships, and those are four rounds, so they can they can handle the four rounds. So it's not like Brooks won't be able to handle the four rounds. It'll be just like we'll see what happens. But this Sam Bennett, oh my God, this kid, U.S. Amateur champion, playing the Masters, playing for ping, got such a rhythmic and fluid swing. Oh goodness, this this kid looks really really promising. He's an amateur and he's third place in the tournament. You know these kids, that's like a Mito Pereira, Cameron Champ kind of a swing. Man, Mito Pereira and Cameron Champ have sort of a similar swing, and then this, and then Sam Bennett is kind of down in there with him. He keeps his head down, bows down to it, and uh, really hits it well. So. Everybody, I heard that the the merchandise tent makes a million dollars every day or seventy million dollars a week, and they can break it down into like seconds, like two hundred and fifty dollars a second that's spent in this merchandise tent. All the gear that people uh, buy at this at this event is just unbelievable, and so I'm on a group now. It's called Fans of the Masters. It's on uh, Facebook. And you you get to see people who have gone to the Masters, who have bought stuff in the merchandise pavilion, and they say stuff like, "I regret nothing." <laughs> we're, we're deep, we're knee deep in debt now because I went to the Masters. Oh, good golly, Miss Molly! So Rom is now on six, and granted, it's third round. It's like it's like what, close to four o'clock in the afternoon Pacific time. This is the uh, this is the uh, the broadcast feed, and um, oh, there we go. They sounded the horn. They just sounded the horn, and Rom is Rom is getting getting agitated. So they just halted play. And they just uh, they just finished they just finished for for the day so they just called it. So anyway, uh, Tiger made the cut. Fred Couples made the cut. Uh, Shane Lowry doing doing well at three under. Jason Day four under. Scotty Scheffler two under. Jordan Spieth two under. And we got good commercials this week. We got IBM. We got Mercedes Benz. And we have AT and T. So that's good. Anyway. Um, what am I doing here? Turn the thing off. Get distracted. So, what else would I like to talk about? About the Masters. It's Easter. It's going to be Easter tomorrow. And, man, it's going to be good. I'll get to go to church, hang out with the family a little bit, and then come back and watch the tournament while they go have their Easter brunch out at this new place that my wife wants to go to. So, yeah, I, I'd, I'd rather watch the Masters, and I think there's an understanding. I think there is an understanding that uh, that I would that I, you know it's it's all up to the scheduling. You know, if they didn't have the Masters this week, it wouldn't be a problem. So I uh, I really think that uh, I'd rather watch the Masters, and I think that it's uh, it's going to be a big deal. And I mean, the Masters is a big deal. It really is, and it's. Uh, Supposedly, supposedly supposed to be um, cloudy and maybe sunny tomorrow. I don't know, but it's not going to be raining from what Jim Nance was saying. So hopefully it'll be 
a good day of golf and it'll be a good day of uh, stuff going on out there and I think it'll be uh, it'll be worth the watch so anyway um, what else did I say I did buy a, uh, a persimmon driver this week on eBay and I just saw a, uh, a posting from a guy that bought a Scotty Cameron Terillium Delmar putter at a Goodwill for two dollars. Two dollars, maybe two fifty, and I'm going, holy jeez. What is going on where people are putting these putters in at Goodwill? And so the um, the stacked golf kids went to the Masters this week this year, and I don't know how they got in. Maybe Rick Shields put in a good word for him. Rick Shields was there, and they uh, they went to a golf shop in Augusta that was, I can't remember the name of it, but they were just coming in with their camera and their gear and just looking at all the inventory this place had. And and nobody says anything. I don't know if there's any like prearrangements. It's like, is it okay if we come in and shoot stuff of what you have and you might get your stuff cleared out because we're stacked golf and we have, you know, millions of followers in like two months. And it's like, oh my gosh, what is this? What, are the, what is this world coming to? So they got to go and they got to, uh, they got to have the, uh, they got to have their uh, their food and and he brought his dad and I guess it was pretty cool there. So I guess good for them, good for them. Um, they're using the internet the way I guess it's supposed to be used. I still am trying to figure that out. So uh, I don't know how the heck they get so many followers. How the heck they do that? So. I don't know what it is. If you got to pay money for all that stuff, it's like, hey, I'll mow your lawn. I'll mow your lawn for free, and I'll just get, you know, a million views on my YouTube channel. So, oh, my gosh. So, anyway, um, looking forward to a new Palmer driver coming in with a FM 6.5 shaft. And I hope, I'm hoping it's long enough, and I'm hoping that it's not as stiff as my driver with the X300 shaft in it. And I'll have to do some stuff to it. I'll probably have to put a new grip on it with some lead tape at the butt end of the grip. At the grip, and um, we'll see how it goes on the range. So, made a uh, made a made a video of Sevi Ballesteros. I made a video of Sevi Ballesteros hitting a drive off of the 13th hole. I think it was an 86, maybe, where he just drove it off the 13th tee, and I did it over and over and over again. I think it was like six or seven times, and so. That's up to like a thousand views right now. So I'm waiting for Augusta National to take it down. Uh, like they did my Faldo video of him hitting uh, his second shot into 13 and 96. They, they, they forcefully took that thing down because it was, you know, copyright infringement and whatever. So anyway, um, what else is going on? How are you? Hopefully you're well. Let's see what's going on here. Let's turn this back on. Let's turn this back on. Come on, baby. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. We can't have any noise. Okay, so they aired the horn, and so they're able to finish the hole that they're on. So Rom is here on six, and this is tape delayed, so I think he got par on this hole because he's because it's 13 under, 9 under, 6 under. So anyway, yep, he got par. Got par from number six, so... Anyway, 
uh, what else is going on? So what else? What else is going on? Um, Jason Day's doing well. Victor Hovland's doing well. Um, Jason Day has like the oldest umbrella out there. It's like a Nike Vapor umbrella that's got the neon blue on there. And Rory McIlroy didn't make the cut. That is so sad, so concerning. So I don't, I don't even know where the PGA is going to be held this year. Okay, so this is Brooks for par at the sixth hole on Saturday before. This is his last shot of the day. And he's in there with a par. He's leading at 13 under for Brooks Kepka. And um, that's it. That's it for Saturday. And they're going to probably start the round. Well, they're going to start it probably at, uh, it'll be 530 in the morning when they start. It might be dark when they start. So, And so they're going to be on the seventh hole. And so Bennett here is for par. And that's a good putting stroke. So anyway, there he is. We're all in. And so they're going to end the day at Augusta National. And uh, they had a really good interview with uh, with Larry Mize this morning on CBS This Morning. And he's the only guy from Augusta National, sorry, Augusta, Georgia, to win the Masters. And he won it in 87. And he... Uh, had such a soft and smooth swing that uh, was just it was just like buttering a balada ball. I think he hit a one iron on fifteen once where he just it's like it's like there's no effort at all. It's just all rhythmic timing and grace was his swing. And he uh, played for Power Build, I believe, and he played that Max Fly Balada HT, that Max Fly HT Balada, and uh, he really he really was awesome uh playing back when he did so they hit it they did a thing on him so he's this is his last masters and also it's also sandy lyle's last Masters. so you got 87 champion and 88 champion those guys are have uh retired from playing in the masters and so that's a little sad a little sad um and then uh what else is going on i can't think of anything else so anyway it's it's the masters week and I enjoyed I enjoyed watching Tom Watson, Gary Player, and Jack Nicholas talk about the state of the game. Because that's kind of that's like the only sort of area. Oh, and then also Fred Ridley's press conference was really good. You know, uh talking about all these things related to the thirteenth hole and you know, decisions that are made on the on the golf ball with the RNA and the USGA and how they want to roll it back. I think they had to roll it back for the amateurs too, but that won't happen. I just, you know, I just wish the golf round didn't take so long, and I wish I was able to spin the ball the way I could with a uh, with a uh, balada ball. But um, I don't know. Maybe something will come along to spin the ball more, but who knows? Who knows? Just you know, the the meshing with new clubs and new balls and new putters and new drivers; those all mesh together. They're all sort of designed to play with one another. The old clubs, old equipment is not designed to play with the with the modern day golf ball, and so I just wish that uh, with all the folks that are uh, into older golf equipment like I am, I just wish that there would be a ball that would be manufactured to fit our game and uh, sort of play as it was intended to play, you know, with the uh, older golf equipment that's out there. So. Anyway, um, I think that's going to cover it. So the Masters is uh, 
hopefully going to end on a high note tomorrow. And tomorrow's Easter Sunday. Hope you have a great Easter Sunday. And God bless you. God bless America. And God bless... God bless the Masters. All right. Thanks, folks, for listening. And good night. On the tee, the knackered golfist. Four, please. The knackered golfist now driving. You are listening live to the knackered golfist podcast. The knackered golfist podcast. I can't believe how green this uh, this course is. It's just awesome. I just love it. All right. Thanks for listening, folks. This is the Knackered Golfist Radio Network.